We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, this is the song that uh, we have to sing, uh, Booker and I and all of our friends, whenever shots uh, come up. This is how we do it. Um, it's a tradition, and it must be honored and respected. Thank you very much. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Now, this is a good time to call because I got time to talk to you before the next break. Moving horror stories. And I wish I could, like, even come up with a good lie for you, but I can't do that because it's really hard to keep track when you're lying to people, especially a radio audience, of what you said and what you didn't say. So um, I can't go down that road. So my my honest to goodness answer is I haven't had any issues moving um, whatsoever. Not, not a single issue moving at all. Nothing got broken that I can recall. Everything arrived like it was supposed to. Uh, the people did exactly what they were supposed to do when they were supposed to do it. Even the utilities got hooked up properly. And those were the days when you actually had a landline to worry about. Oh, when is my phone service going to be on? Remember those days? Because you had to get phone service or you were SOL. Uh, but you're uh, moving horror stories. Or, I'll do you one better, you're helping somebody to move horror stories. Uh, was that somebody about the accident, Lucas? Okay, because I, I, I can't do another day of that. I just, I can't. Um, 803-0930, the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. What happened to you when you moved? And it's a, uh, it's a topic that um, I've wanted to do because uh, a listener suggested it, um, and maybe I shouldn't listen to listener suggestions anymore. <laughs> But uh, I, I thought it sounded like a good topic because 10% of the American public will move this year. And again, as I said earlier, most of those moves are close-by moves. Some of them are uh, uh, interstate moves, and the least most common is an overseas move. And you know, those of you who served in the armed forces, and we've had a couple of those stories so far today, um, you're talking about uh, overseas moves, and one went really well. The, the guy got home from Italy and everything was set up uh, exactly as it was supposed to be. Um, and then the uh, the other guy in the Navy from Hawaii to Saratoga. Oh, that must have been a real joy for the family. Hey, kids, we're going from paradise to Saratoga, New York. At least it got mentioned in a Carly Simon song. Um, uh, their, their stuff got lost for a year. So I don't know what happened to you. Did, did your stuff get broken? Did your stuff get stolen? Did your stuff go missing? Did the company really screw up on the estimate and you ended up having to fork over a lot more than you thought it was going to be? Um, and the final bill is only as good as the quality of the initial estimate. You got to make sure that when they're giving you the initial estimate that they go over everything. If they just do a quick walkthrough through uh, your home, and they don't spend a lot of time uh, opening closets and opening drawers. They're gonna, they're not gonna know exactly how much stuff you have. And you know, the the other thing too is, um, 
Uh, this is kind of a weird uh, sidebar question, but when you think about the stuff that you have, when you think about the stuff that you have, the furniture you have, the mementos you have, the decorative items you have, is it? could you just leave all that stuff, not that you would, but could you just leave all that stuff behind, whether you sell it, whether you donate it, or whatever? Because this show has is, is prompted me to think about if I had to move tomorrow or next month, what in my home would I really need to bring with me? And I can only think of a few things that I would need to bring with me. And maybe just a couple of pieces of furniture I can think of that are irreplaceable because one of the pieces of furniture is a dresser that was built by my great-great-grandfather's company back in the 1880s, Handback and Sour. Now, I had that dresser re refinished, I had it redone, and it looks great. It's 1880s furniture, it looks tremendous, but when I consider the cost of buying new stuff versus the cost of having something moved um, it might be uh, it might be a toss up. I mean, there's 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 no other than the one dresser. I've got no sentimental attachment to anything else in the house. Oh, sorry, except a desk. So a desk and a dresser. That's it. Everything else is just hey, you know what? Somebody want to pay me for it? Hey, fine, there it is. It's yours. Hundred bucks. Okay, good. Off it goes because it just allows you to start to to start fresh. And one of the things that I learned from moving. Because uh, there was a time where I was doing local moves. I did a, a few local moves uh, in a very short period of time. Those plastic containers, those plastic storage bins, so much better, in my opinion, than the cardboard boxes. Because you can reuse them, and they're waterproof, and you put the label on top with the, with the, uh, with the masking tape, and it was easy to find everything once I'd, once I'd moved it. Um, but again, that's just me. All right. Last call on this topic. If you have a moving horror story, whether it was you moving and something went wrong with the company you used, or whether it was a situation where you volunteered or were summoned by family to help them move and something went wrong, like they gave you a giant freezer to move out of the basement and it was impossible to move it. Uh, last time, uh, my, my, my last extension of the phone number for your calls on this topic, 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I thought for sure uh, we were going to get a lot of calls from people who felt that they'd been screwed by movers, and that's why I said at the beginning of the show, um, don't name the name of any companies. But I, I have to assume... I have to assume that despite the entreaty by one of the listeners that I do a show on moving horror stories, that moving horror stories are not that common. Maybe that particular emailer just had an especially uh, onerous experience while moving. So uh, one more one more try on this, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN, moving horror stories if you have had them. Hey, I have not, but there's a lot of things that I've never done that I'll still talk about on the show. Like, I've never cheated in a fishing tournament, but I'll talk about it on the show. Um, a lot of things I have never done, but they're never going to see 
uh, the light of day on the program. And a lot of things I have done that don't make good radio, wouldn't make a good program. All right, well, I'm going to throw this topic into the scrap heap then. Uh, thanks to those who did participate. Uh, it is appreciated, and I want to move on to what is next on my list here on WBEN. I mentioned this um, heading into the um, heading into the break. Um, I think the uh, the last uh, the last break I did, and uh, that is um, the ah the Buffalo News, the Buffalo News, ladies and gentlemen. Every day. Now, this I can talk about from personal experience, at least vicarious personal experience, if that's possible. Um, every day, I receive a text from my mother. Basically, she's in her late 80s, so it is to assure me that she's alive and well. It's always nice to know, alive and well. I, we go into greater detail than that, but basically the intent is, hey, um, just... If I don't get a text from you, I know that I'll have to run to your house real quickly. Just saying. Uh, and frankly, there's a reason we do that. And I'm not going to go into all the fetid details. It would be very unwholesome right now. But I got a text yesterday from my mom. And it read, second day without the paper. I don't miss it at all. Let me just explain something to you, especially those of you those of you who are Generation X or Generation Z, Generation Y, whatever the hell generation you are, Generation whatever, okay, in the olden days, people would get their news. They would find out what was going on in the world through newspapers. Oh, yeah, in the really old days, it used to be town criers. But then with printing presses, uh, paper, and ink and all that stuff, um, newspapers came into being, and every city, including Buffalo, had a ton of newspapers. People think, for example, that Buffalo, New York, only had the Buffalo Evening News way back when, and the Courier Express way back when. The Courier Express was the morning paper, the Buffalo Evening News was the evening paper. And if you had a paper route, those things stayed in your family. There was one family in our neighborhood, and they had they had the territory. It just got passed on from kid to kid to kid in that family. If you weren't in that family, you were not getting that paper route. No how, no way. They held on to that like it was gold, and I guess it was. But actually, when you look back at the early part of the last century, we had a lot more than two newspapers in Buffalo. And if you ever go to the special collections room at the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library, uh, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. There were a ton of newspapers, including newspapers in Italian, newspapers in Polish, and, and so on and so forth. There were weekly newspapers. There were um, daily newspapers. I mean, you, you name it, and there was a newspaper for it. Well, the handwriting for the Courier Express, I was at the news conference as a young reporter. I was at the news conference when the Courier Express and all of its management, it was a beautiful building, um, they announced that they were going to offer free classified ads. Now, I'm sorry to tell you that at the time, I did not realize that when they started offering free classified ads, that was almost like waving a flag 
for help. That was like, yeah, that was like rolling out the, we are in deep trouble here. When we've got to start giving away free classified ads, that means there's a major issue with the newspaper. And it was very shortly after that, within just a few months or a few years, that the Courier Express, the morning newspaper, went out of business. And many of you or your parents have the last edition of the Buffalo Courier Express. Goodbye with the rainbow sunrise on top, whatever it was. And then the Buffalo News had a monopoly, a total and complete monopoly on the newspaper industry in western New York. <clears throat> and at one point, I believe this was back in the early 1990s, it was said that the Buffalo News was churning out a million dollars in profit every single week. A million dollars in profit every single week. Advertising dollars, subscription dollars, they were the only newspaper game in town. And everybody read the Buffalo News. If you were, because when the Courier went out of business, the Buffalo News became a morning newspaper. So they dropped evening from the name. You can always tell when somebody's old when they refer to it as the Buffalo Evening News and not the Buffalo News because it hasn't been the Buffalo Evening News since the Courier died many, many decades ago. So the Buffalo News became a morning newspaper. And it was really weird at first because you're used to seeing this thing in the afternoon and here it is coming to you in the morning, the Buffalo News. And woe betide the delivery boy. And you'll forgive me, but it was always a delivery boy, at least in our neighborhood. If they didn't have the paper to the house in time for the morning coffee that my father had before he went to work. That paper was not on the steps at 7.15 a.m. Dad was not very happy at all. And especially if it was a Sunday morning and the newspaper was late, look out. That newspaper wasn't there 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning, and we're talking about the courier here. All hell would break loose. And then eventually that would happen with the Buffalo News when it became the only game in town. But uh, stand by. Basically what I'm getting to here is asking you, do you read the Buffalo News? Do you subscribe to the Buffalo News? Did you and you don't anymore? And I'll go you one step further. Magazines. Does anybody out there still subscribe to any magazine? So, uh, talking about newspapers. So, uh, what I'm trying to establish here, especially for those of you who are younger, is there was a time when you needed and wanted to know what was happening. The newspaper was the only real game in town. And the newspapers, they used to look kind of with their noses raised at things like television newscasts, uh, things like radio. They would look a not they would look a foul at us as though we were some kind of smelly street urchin because they were they were the real news. They were the newspapers. You're not really news. In fact, most of what you get, you're just stealing from us anyway. Um, but that's that was that was the attitude. And then um, along came the internet, and some newspaper business models adapted well and early to the internet. Same thing with radio stations. Some adapted well and early, and others did not. 
and the Buffalo News uh, was a newspaper that did not adapt well to the new reality of the Internet and the uh, super explosion of hyper-information, which we have now. And for my mother, who had subscribed to the Buffalo News for well over half a century, and it, 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 well over half a century, and had read either the Buffalo Evening News or the Buffalo News since she was a little girl, and she's not a little girl anymore. For her to cancel the newspaper was monumental. She used to tell me, and when I say used to, I mean a year ago, she said, well, I like doing some of the puzzles. I like some of the games. I like some of the columns. Well, basically, they gutted the stuff my mom liked. And she'd been complaining for a long time about the shrinking size of the paper, the fact that everything was a reprint from the New York Times or some other larger news organization. She wasn't happy with the local news coverage. Um, she just, it, the, the editorial bent of the newspaper was not exactly up her alley, but as long as they offered her the puzzles that she wanted, she was going to be a customer. But they gutted themselves of the stuff that she happened to like. And I, you know, I don't mean to over-dramatize this or overstress this, but for my mother in her 80s to say adios to the Buffalo News, which had been a daily part of her life ever since she was a sentient being is absolutely remarkable. And even more remarkable is the fact that she texted me second day without the Buffalo News. I don't miss it. That is, to me, my jaw is hanging over. And also, uh, I should say, they priced themselves out of what she was willing to pay. They price themselves out of what she was willing to pay. And it just, think about this. You're paying more and you're not getting what you used to get. You're not getting what kept you a customer for many years. What's the point? What is the point? So I'm kind of curious if you still subscribe to or pick up the Buffalo News or if you live somewhere else the other newspaper, wherever you might happen to live. And do you subscribe to any magazine? Any magazine at all? Magazines, I mean, you know magazines have got to be hurting when you're in the line at the grocery store and every week you see a picture still of Princess Diana or the secret lives of cats. Oh, they're trying to go for the mass uh, buy. I see here what they're doing. All right. Uh, Don't call now. It's a bad time to call because we have a break coming up. But uh, catch up with me, if you would, after the news at 4 o'clock. I want to know where you are on newspapers and magazines. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.